0: Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by podcast contributor, Lindsay, and we are chatting Waking the Dragon by Juliette Cross. Welcome back to the podcast, Lindsay. Thanks, Leah. So excited to chat about this book with you. Okay, do you want to go ahead and read the synopsis from Goodreads?
0: Yep. Yep. The Gladian province is on the verge of civil unrest as humans and Morgons, the dragon hybrid race, clash once more. But amid disorder can also arise passion. When the bodies of three human women are discovered in Morgon territory with the DNA of several Morgon men on the victims, it's just a matter of time before civil unrest hits the province. But for ambitious reporter Mora Cade, it's more than just a story and it may mean risking her own life. Descending into the dark underworld of Morgan society, Mora is paired with Cole Moor- Moonring, captain of the Morgan Guard, for her protection. Fiercely independent, Mora bristles at his dominance and defies his will at every turn. Yet resistance proves futile when passion flares between them, awakening powerful emotions within both body and soul. But as the killings continue, can their fiery newborn, newfound bond survive an even greater evil one that threatens all of humanity morgankind and more very soul
1: okay so this book was released october 22nd 2018 so it is a few years old the tropes are a dragon shifter paranormal for sure um slow burn faded mates and definitely heroin in danger And this series is the veil of stars and now this is the only book in this series that i've read um are these standalones or do the stories do you need to read the stories, Lindsay? They're
0: standalones.
1: I think they stand alone well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've read so,
0: two in this one and I've read the three in the series that predates it.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're I think they're all stand they can all be read as standalone. Okay. Um now it is in a single first person point of view. It is the heroine's view only, and the put out percentage is 63%. But there are a couple little like buildups that lead to that that are pretty intense and delightful
0: (laughs) yeah so the the tension between the hero and the heroine is pretty good like Mm -hmm. and it's it's not an enemies to lovers but it does kind of have this like same element of they're not super thrilled to be (laughs) partnered
1: well it's almost (laughs) adversaries but i think a big Mm -hmm. part of that is the fact that moira She's an investigative reporter who doesn't really have a lot of regard for her own personal safety. And Call is this extremely protective dragon shifter. They're not shifters though. They're like dragon beings because they're always in this dragon form. So shifter romance isn't really the correct thing there. It's just a dragon romance. Um, But I think his his whole protective instinct it really it rubs her wrong and the fact that she doesn't really have a lot of regard for her personal safety really like sets him off but it's also like his job because Mm -hmm. mora's
0: sister is married to like the dragon who's essentially his boss yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and he has been assigned explicitly to keep her safe while she's investing she's on this investigation and that's the the investigation is kind of what sets this the entire story in motion mm-hmm. um, three women from her school she's so she's in it's I guess it would be a new adult as well because she's in college yeah she's, she's a senior in college or she, she's like very young mm-hmm. um and she is going into journalism the girls that have gone missing at her school she's picked up this story for her school newspaper. And because of the nature of the case, it being largely um handled by the Morgans, it's like a situation where like they're partnering with the Morgans to solve the murders mm-hmm. um,
1: Yeah, and where so is. there's some unrest between the humans and the Morgans, but they they live cohesively but not always nicely and like there are some people that are very like anti-human morgon matings and things like that but the Morgans have faded mates it's one of those things or it's called soul fire it's actually really that whole like part when they were talking about the soul fire and the feelings behind it, it was really interesting i thought it was really great imagery that juliet gave us but at the same time i was like i want to hear call's point of view like how these things affect him
0: i agree like especially with how much of the culture would have come from his perspective because mm-hmm. he's the he is the morgan in the story yeah. or as human um i felt like we would have got a lot more of the world that they come from if we'd had a little bit of his perspective just because like she the way the world is it's very segregated between the morgons and the humans like there are huge aspects of the morgon culture that the humans are not privy to and even their history there's like a very it's very much an abbreviated kind of history that humans are given um so they really don't know much about morgons at all and i felt like with how intriguing he was as a character and then how much that world how rich that world was mm-hmm. When did get glimpses of it I just thought like his perspective would have brought a lot
1: more to the story um I agree and I think part of it though too because Moira like her sister Jessen Jessen I think is her name but her sister Jessen is married to Call's boss who like And they are one of the the early human Morgan like meetings that actually happened. And it's only been a few years since that occurred, but even like the relationship between Morgan Moira and Justin is really stilted because of the way their father raised them. I think if you had read their, if I had read their book previously, like I would have a better understanding of that whole dynamic, but at the same time, like you get Moira's perspective, you get, she's like this outsider looking in, like her and her sister aren't that close because her sister still sees her as this little kid because there is a decent age gap between them. And so it's, but Moira also, like she kind of holds herself separate from everybody in her family. Like she has a good relationship with her brother and sister, but at the same time she doesn't. And so I think that we really missed out on some of those like intricate nuances that I wanted to have with like without his point of view even in like their interactions on how she viewed something versus how he viewed something like when they're in the fighting pit um there's this the there's a whole fighting pit that part of the story revolves around like his view like when they are down there together like how she sees it and how he sees it i think i would have really enjoyed his perspective on those things
0: yeah especially with some of the moments like I don't want to give anything away, but there's that first time when they go to the pit together and she's interacting with the suspect Mm -hmm. and like to see his perspective in some of the situations I think would have, because she has such disregard for her personal safety, I think it would have added, elevated the suspense a little more just because like, Especially when you get to the climax of the story and you see like what mm-hmm. exactly is going on and how intense those scenes are, and um, I think it would have built it up maybe a little bit more from like earlier on in the story. But it was so good. I still really love. Like I it love is. this book. Um,
1: well, and I, I, think, I think this is the thing. Like we are talking about. Like we like it so much that we are wanting more. Like I really enjoyed the story. I thought the world that was created is intricate and detailed and it is it is not I don't even think like the city that they're in is actually real I think it is like a completely imaginative city that Juliet cross created but it's one of those things where the world is so elaborate the world is so it's so detailed that you can imagine it being real but then I really want it from that Morgan perspective, like how they view like the human side of things and how skewed Moira's point of view is on certain things. Yeah. And especially because like he, Cole, Cole is a hero. He does not
0: ever treat her. Well, at the beginning he does kind of he has her nerves but he never like he has such a respect for her like to let her do the things that he did coming from a species where like he's highly dominant and well i mean clearly knows that she's his mate and -hmm. then the things that he lets her do um the freedom that he gives her like it just shows like a deep level of respect there and i think it would have been really interesting to see like his thought
1: process behind Mm -hmm. well and also like also when we get some of his history and like his ideals behind some things that I definitely don't want to give away cuz you definitely need to read the book for those but he's a little indifferent to the idea of the soul fire and when you when you hear about it you understand why but it and i think that's the thing like he he treats her with respect and he treats her with a level of like he knows she's going to do this anyway so he's going to try and just keep her safe um but i i just i enjoyed the fact that he was protective without being i mean he was a bossy person he was a very bossy person when what? he needed to be but he he allowed her to be her you're right like he allowed that need for knowledge like he didn't like it and he talked about not liking it but he he still like knew like if if i don't allow it it's gonna happen anyway
0: yeah and i really like that because a lot of times like they'll try to stop it and then they create create even bigger problems Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was just it was really i really liked him as a hero i really liked mora too Mm -hmm. um I think, like, a lot of her headstrong nature came, like, it it really made sense with, like, her age and then her goals and then, like, just the curiosity that kind of drives her. And then especially, like, as you know, her family background, she kind of feels on her own anyway. So part of her disregard for her safety comes from, Mm -hmm. you know... (laughs) not really feeling like she she doesn't really have anybody there grounding her like she's kind of just given free reign no
1: and even when she talks about like the relationship with her dad and how things transpired and how she grew up like he was like he wasn't super loving and he had these idealistic things that don't really go with like his actual thought process but he had been burned in the past and so he created this basic like new persona in a sense, but like he, he almost treated her like an employee as a child. Like there was this expectation of perfection in certain things. And it's taken her a really long time to understand, like, he's not, he's wasn't belittling her, but he was at the same time. But so you'd want more for her. Like you want her to have that existential like love that she's not sure that she deserves yeah I
0: agree I go ahead I think like one of the things that I liked most about the whole book was like the Like I guess as you learn more about the Morgans, you learn about their cultural history. And I Mm -hmm. felt like even though you don't get as many glimpses into that world as I'd like, I still felt like there was a pretty like considering how like the book is not a crazy long book it's like an average I would say like an average length book Mm -hmm. I would say like the details and the way that she handled it like writing from Maura's perspective did allow for like a good amount of world building but I think like you as the reader definitely got like a human perspective in all of this Mm -hmm. that was kind of interesting um because like as much as I would have loved like Cole's perspective I definitely felt like you know you you see the mystery you can really empathize a lot with like more a situation what she's struggling with the curiosity that drives her because it is from a single point of view mm-hmm. and i feel like if those if you'd seen more of cole's point of view and you saw like the things that he's not sharing it might have like changed the dynamic of the story a little bit if that mm-hmm. makes sense
1: no it, it totally does like, well but also too like she's kind of looking into this world like She's newer into the depth of the world that she's going into. And so like you as the reader, like you're new into this world. So you're getting everything as she's entering this eclectic intensity that, so you're entering it the same way at the same time that she is. So it gives, it it does bring it to a new perspective if you think of it that way. Yeah. But I did love his family. Like they (laughs) don't have the best relationship but like when she meets his brother and I'm not going to tell you why it was like because you have to read that part because I really enjoy that but just the story behind some of the things and like the the brother's reactions to each other's and the badassness of their sister I just really like that
0: I also really love their house like when they went to the house I was like this sounds like my dream home
1: oh it like, totally does essentially
0: like a little cave type castle on the mountains,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) with like giant
0: windows Yeah, where's the airbnb and can i go immediately
1: oh i know (laughs) like when she was talking about like the water like because it's built into a waterfall i'm like that is so neat i want to live in that it's like the morgan version of falling waters (laughs) (laughs) no but i did like that and that was the thing too like the the detailed like descriptions of the houses and the castles that they went to and like the bad guy who he was not not good and the not reasoning good at all. the reasoning behind like the the deaths and the, like the elaborate like actually like how much bigger the scale of that whole situation was was kind of crazy
0: it really was it escalated very quickly and the it, conflict i liked how the conflict it was like once the conflict started it was like the rest of the story mm-hmm. up until the resolution and it was really nice i don't like stories as much where like the conflict resolves it was very satisfying i think it was way well it was handled because it, it wasn't like easily resolved but it was resolved and i think it was an- sad-
1: but too like it wasn't like she was thrown into this situation she was rescued and like then other people like took care of it for her like the way that the story is written like she is thrown into this situation and she is a big part of that until the end of it and I think that having it only from her point of view like was a really big key in that but when that but in the middle of that when they go to that one the blind bird or you know what I mean? When Cole shows up, I just really wanted his point of view and like how freaking out he was, like how much he was freaking out. Yes.
0: <laughs> I like think just, that would be like great bonus scenes too though. Like the, there's so much potential for like bonus scenes and things like that with this story. Because this is true. perspective is so...
1: Wanted. Intriguing. <laughs> it is really intriguing. And just, that's the thing. Like there's, there's a lot of different little tiny scenes that I would just love to see, like a small snippet of his perspective. I don't even need like a lot of book, just like two or three paragraphs of him in this in this dynamic. Um as far as like writing
0: style, did you having read like her Stay a Spell series and the other books that we've done by Juliet Cross, like what did you think about her writing style in this book compared to the others?
1: It's definitely Different, but not in a bad way. Like I I love her stay of spell series. I love her contemporary romances, but even like her stay of spell to her parks and provocation, like in Bright Like Wildfire, there's a little bit of differential in the way that she tells those stories. But I think the hardiness of this story and the world that she has, it if she had kept the lightness of those other books, it would not have worked well in this book.
0: I agree. I agree I feel like of all the books like this is the one where I have the most questions for her about her writing style in particular and like how Mm -hmm. she picked it because it is different um it is different but it's also really good (laughs) in my opinion I really enjoyed it and then Uh I, I like I'm just curious about like how she picked I have so many questions. Like, how did she pick single point of view? Like, what was her? What did she hope to achieve with that? Like, did we have the same reaction? Like, did she want us to kind of experience things from Morris perspective, since we Mm -hmm. have that human perspective? Like, I'm just so curious. I have so many questions for her. (laughs) Do you make Um, a list? I didn't make a list, but I was just like really curious because it is written in a different style. Mm-hmm. And even like I read um, Darkest Heart and Darkest Heart, I think that was in Dual Perspective. I read it so quickly. Um, yeah, it was I think dual she typically does
1: Dual because I actually was looking back at some reviews and from the way that I read like some different reviews, like her doing the single perspective is not typical for her it was like an atypical thing for her to do was just the single person perspective in this book and so that I wonder I do wonder if there was like a a purposeful like meaning behind that or she just was like that's the way the story came out yeah
0: it is so interesting it's
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I will I do want to finish the series because she introduces so many characters and you meet the characters from previous series and like I was a little bit lost on the way the world itself was created but I didn't it was okay in the sense where like you're just thrust into this new world like I if I had read the sisters book I wonder if like there was a lot of like building of like the introduction of how the Morgan like human like dynamics started and all of those things but I didn't miss that introduction to these worlds like I I I liked being thrust in the middle of it as if like, this is the real world and it's just a contemporary romance that I'm reading. Well, this
0: was the first one I read in her dragon world. And then I went back and read the others. And I do think, I don't know, I think there's, I think the way this book was written intrigued me so much about the world that I wound up reading more. Mm-hmm. And then I do think like your point about reading the other books, you would understand a lot of other things because the first book is called Soulfire, So there's like, mm-hmm. a lot of,
1: that whole faded bait yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and there's like a there's a lot to it and then it also goes into like um the divide between humans and morgons and like it definitely there's a huge amount of world building in those books Mm -hmm. um
1: so maybe we'll just have to go back and do book one and then we'll come back and talk about it yeah and then we'll i'd be i'd be great with that Well, stay tuned. That might happen because who knows? Anything's <laughs> possible. Well, thank you, Lindsay, so much for joining me on this quick shot of romance.
0: Yeah, thank you. It was so much fun. I love talking Juliet cross with you.
1: <laughs> I do too. I love it so much. And if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, please send us an email at thebees at bookcasingcoffee.com. And until next time, happy reading, everybody.
0: Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at BuzzingRomance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase & Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out BookcaseAndCoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.